Hello, hello. Welcome to The V-Hive, your go-to podcast for all things women's intimate health. I'm your host, Hannah, here to discuss the many questions you've always had about your body but never wanted to ask. Whether it relates to sex, chronic pain, trauma, relationships, healing, hormones, spirituality, and so much more, we are normalizing taboos, breaking down the complexities of the female body, and providing you with the information you need to take your health into your own hands. Welcome to the very last episode of the summer. I can't even believe I'm saying that. I feel like the summer always goes by so quickly, which is crazy, but I will say I'm very excited for the fall. I'm very excited for the weather, the cozy vibes to get back into a routine. I'm starting school again um, on Tuesday, so that will be really good for me to have structure and routine. I'm looking forward to that and to learning and just to being back in fall mode. But I hope everyone enjoyed their summer. I feel like this world and this time in the world is crazy and stressful and hectic and can be hard sometimes. But just finding those little moments to find gratitude and peace and love and happiness is so important. So I know I've been trying to find all of that in even the smallest of moments, which has helped me a lot when things are either stressful or anxiety provoking or whatever it is um just the little things that can really actually be big things if you make them that and today's episode is such a good one this incredible woman named sarah shares her healing story she had pelvic pain and overcame it through mind-body medicine, mind-body healing, through all of the ways that that we've discussed previously on the podcast, Nicole's work and the Curable app and pain reprocessing therapy. She really used a lot of these tools. She worked with Dr. Schubiner, who I've had on the podcast, and she is pain-free now. She's thriving, living a great life as a mom and she is just better than she ever could have possibly imagined and I'm just I'm so excited for you guys to hear this story because I assume most of you all know by now that this mind body healing way is really has really become a passion of mine is going to really become more of my career and what I'm going to be focusing more of the podcast on just because I find it so so interesting so valuable and I really believe it's the way out of pelvic pain and and a lot all chronic pain really Um, but here we're focusing on pelvic pain of course but yeah so I am very excited for you guys to hear this episode I really think that you will enjoy it and find it interesting and and useful and um, a few other quick things that I just want to share before we get into the episode I first want to share with you our amazing sponsor. So I know that most of you guys don't live in New York, but I feel like a decent percentage of you do. And I wanted to tell you about this salon in New York City in the West Village called Yara. They are sponsoring this episode. So 
Thank you to Yara. And it is an incredible new salon in New York City that does manicures, pedicures, and blowouts essentially at the same time. So you can get your hair and your nails done at the same time. And they really believe that our time is sacred. So they kind of want you to go into the salon and spend an hour there and come out with hair and nails, which would probably typically take two or more hours and you don't need to get two things done at the same time that's just kind of a cool thing that they do and the founders are both these two amazing brazilian women and in brazil this kind of style of a salon is very popular so they brought this to new york city yara is also a women-owned and operated salon and their products are handcrafted carefully made in small batches and they avoid single-use plastics and other environmentally harmful materials which is so important to me i am really trying to live the most non-toxic life possible i've been really getting rid of like toxic makeup and hair care and beauty products and perfumes and i've just been slowly trying to clean out all of my products so having a salon like this near me has been amazing because i can trust that everything that they're using is high quality and clean and doesn't have any chemicals in it um and also they so yeah so they so they use all environmentally friendly products and they avoid harmful materials and they also only use zoya and dazzle dry nail polishes both of which are non-toxic so i just i love what they're doing i think it's amazing and my hope is that more nail and hair salons will do what they're doing and the salon is also just so peaceful and earthy and zen there are plants everywhere and it's overall just such a good experience so as i said i know that you all don't live in New York City, but for those who do and want to try Yara, they are offering all of the Beehive listeners a special discount for 20% off their first experience at Yara. Whatever you want to do, whether it's hair, nails, blowout, anything, um, you can get 20% off. So to redeem this discount, you can book your service on their website, which is likeyara.com. That's spelled L-I-K-E-Y-A-R-A. And you can use the code THEVHIVE20, T-H-E-V-H-I-V-E-2-0 at checkout on likeyara.com. So basically you go to their website, you can book whatever service you want, enter this code, and you will receive 20% off your first time going there. So this is only for your first time. And I hope you enjoy it. If any of you go, please let me know what you think. And um, maybe I will even see you there. That would be fun. And also, we're going to try and do an event there this fall. So if you guys have any ideas of, for those who do live in New York, of cool events or, or things that we could do there that you would like to hear or see, let me know as well. And, okay, there's two other quick things I want to say, and then we will get into the episode, I promise. So the first thing is... For those who follow me on Instagram, if you don't, definitely go follow me at the VHive on Instagram. I've been trying to be more active there and posting more. So if you are listening to this, go follow me on Instagram because I share a lot on there. But for those who have been following, I um, was sharing that I'm going to record a solo episode 
next week, which has been long awaited. I've been talking about doing this for many months and I have not done it. I think I've just been waiting for the right time when I felt like I was really in a place where I was ready to talk about everything I knew you guys wanted to hear about my healing, my life, um, so many things. I'm going to talk about getting my IUD out, go switching from hormonal birth control to the fertility awareness method, which is like tracking your cycle. Um, my, you know, all that I've learned from my healing experience and mind body medicine. What else am I going to talk about? I have a whole list of things that's not in front of me, but there are, oh, how I've prevented, I haven't gotten a UTI in a year, which has been a huge win. And I know a lot of you guys want to hear about that and just a lot of related things. So with that said, if you guys have specific questions you want me to answer or specific topics that you want me to cover, a lot of you did um, send that in and share those share your ideas and thoughts with me on Instagram. But for any of you who didn't send it in yet, let me know what you want to hear me cover. You can send me a message on Instagram at the VHive. That's probably the best way. You can also email me, Hannah, H-I-N-N-A-H, at thevhive.com. But send me, send me a message on Instagram. I'll probably see that sooner. So if you can do so within the next few days, because probably I will try to record the episode next week and then hopefully it will air the following week so yeah I am very excited for that I feel like I have a lot to talk about and to share with you all and I can't wait to finally record it and then lastly usually I say this at the end of the episode but since I'm just on the mic right now I will say it now Please, if you are enjoying this podcast, please leave a rating and review in the iTunes podcast app. It is so helpful. You truly have no idea when people search different terms like related to this podcast. If the more ratings and reviews a podcast has, the higher up it will come up in someone's search. So I really want to get the message out. I really want this podcast to grow. And I just really want to help so many women who can benefit from the content on here. So if you guys could help me and you could leave a rating and a review in the iTunes podcast app, I would greatly appreciate it. If you, so it's kind of tricky how to do it, but if you need help, just Google search um, how to leave a rating and review on a podcast in the app store and it's like five steps and it will come up right away so yes um that would be greatly appreciated and i think that's it okay guys so without further ado i will stop talking and i will let you hear from sarah this amazing story i hope you guys enjoy it okay thank you so much for being here how are you I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. I We were just talking a little bit beforehand for everyone listening, and I was telling you how excited I am to have you here because I'm really trying to focus now more on the mind-body connection and the TMS and healing chronic pain in you know the mind-body system way. So when we connected on Instagram, I, you know, you had told me just a lit, a tiny bit about your story and how you healed from this TMS work. And I immediately was like, 
you need to come you, know, you don't need to but I would love to have you come on the podcast and share your story so I'm very grateful to have you here thank you for being willing to share your story I know it takes a lot of courage and vulnerability and that's something that I so greatly appreciate and I truly believe that your story is going to help so many people so thank you yeah thank you I mean even if I can help at least one person that will make me happy you definitely will. Because I know will. how hard this is so, I know. to go through. I know. And people love hearing these healing stories, especially when it's, you know, a mind-body healing story. So I am certain that the audience is going to find this very interesting. So Great. let's just start by you giving us a brief overview of your story and kind of the symptoms or the, you know quote-unquote diagnoses that you had and what your healing journey looked like and then after you give a brief kind of backstory we can dive into more specific questions as we go sure okay so this was about 2019 in the fall um it started with i had an infection i had a BV, bacterial vaginosis. And How it always starts, right? Yeah, fun <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so went to the gynecologist. Um, you know, they gave me this gel. I don't know if you've heard of the gel. Yeah, um, Metro but gel. But with or that, something? yeah, the yeah. Metro gel, with that, it gave me a yeast infection. And then they had to give me more pills. And I started developing these sensations, um, just like this burning, constant burning sensation. I feel itchy or. Um, urgency like all the time Mm -hmm. and so I would go back again and they're like wow you were just here like two weeks ago and like it was embarrassing and I'm like I I don't know like what's wrong with me um so I mean after going I think I went like about five different times at this point um I go back and uh the guy goes I think you have IC we're gonna do this potassium sensitivity test I don't know if you've heard of it before Mm -hmm. um and I was just like, no, no, I don't think I'm going to do that. I'm going to pass on that. And they're giving me this whole list of diets and everything. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. I just have an infection. Like, this is crazy. So I I left the office and I was determined to find somebody else, which was someone else. They gave me meds for UTI. That didn't work either. Shocker. Um, went to a urologist, they did bladder ultrasounds, um, nothing, I did vaginal ultrasounds, nothing, so I finally found a pelvic floor specialist, I was excited about that because they said often people are diagnosed with IC and it's actually pelvic floor dysfunction, I was like, okay, well, this sounds better, maybe, I don't know, mm-hmm. um, so I met with her, um, she diagnosed me with pelvic floor dysfunction and vulvodynia, which is just pain of the vulva, um, and I did pelvic floor therapy for six weeks, again, nothing, um, I tested positive for uroplasma, and I took the doxy, mm-hmm. nothing, think, yeah, <laughs> Mm-hmm. went to a vulva specialist and she looked at me and said honey there's nothing wrong with you and I said well I cannot tell if I have an infection or I can't tell I, I, I can't tell like I don't know what this burning is and she just explains to me you don't have any like crazy discharge or anything like that just don't don't worry right and I was like all right so I just kept that in my mind oh, I'm like all right crazy. so I don't have any crazy discharge going on so. <laughs> 
<laughs> because I kept going back to the doctor over and over again, and yeah. they, it just kept coming back negative. So around this time, I found your podcast, and I um, I have to ask people. you how. I'm always yeah. curious. Yeah, Googling, <laughs> because Makes I sense. was so obsessed. Mm-hmm. Like, when I tell you I was on my phone 24-7, I was in no exaggeration, probably 10, 12 Facebook groups about IC, pelvic floor dysfunction, vulvodynia, oh, pudendal neuralgia, that was another one I got diagnosed mm-hmm. with. I was in all these groups and just Googling every day, and I came across, you had like a blog on there, and then you had a link to your podcast, and I was like, whoa, her story sounds like mine. So then I found your podcast, and I was listening to Nicole Sachs amazing i heard whitney's story mm-hmm. and again i was like whoa i know that, whitney's story is, is crazy yeah yes and it gave me hope and i mean i was still a little you know reluctant because i had tried so many other things but i was like you know what like i've tried everything else i mean i tried supplements everything nothing yeah. was working and this made a lot of sense to me um and I remember on her on her um, episode, she brought up Dr. Schubiner mm. and said that he was in Michigan. And oh, I was like, oh, my yeah. goodness, I'm in Michigan. So I ended up contacting him, and I was so fortunate. I was able to meet with him. Wow. It was during COVID, so we did – it was, like, Zoom calls, which mm-hmm. was totally fine. And That's amazing. Yeah, it was. It was. Um yeah, so I, I met with him, and then not even just with him, I there were so many other podcasts that I listened to. I started just really immersing myself in all of this. I got out of all the Facebook groups and stopped going to all the doctor's appointments, and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to focus on this. Mm-hmm. Even though I had some doubts, um, but I'm like, you know what, what? <laughs> I have nothing else to lose. I'm losing myself it's you know and it's not fair to me or my it's not fair to my family to see me crying every single day I couldn't even get out of bed I was just so depressed and so low and I'm sure there's so many other women that can relate it was just a very dark time but not to get off track um but yeah I I was listening to a lot of Dean Buglio's videos uh, the Mind Body Fitness podcast. I don't know if you've heard yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. I actually Tell would love to get him on. Um, what's his name? Eddie. Eddie, yeah. Eddie, yeah. Yep, very great. Um, mm-hmm. Like Mind Like Body was another one. And then Mind Body Mystery by, I think, Caitlin Michaels. That was a really good one, too. I've never heard of her. Oh, she's great. Mm-hmm. I'm, um, writing, yeah, I'm writing it so, down now. <laughs> so every day while I was at work, I'd have my earbuds in, and that's what I was listening to. Your all the podcasts and Dan Bugligo's videos were really, really helpful too. And Nicole Sachs, mm-hmm. amazing. Um, yeah, it, it was really great um, resources to have. And Dr. Schubiner, like I said, he really helped me. Yeah, what did he book. say? Um, so you know, the first conversation I had with him, he assured me bulvodynia, pelvic floor dysfunction, these are not structural problems, and that you're going to get better. You're going to be okay. So he had had me send over all my medical records, and he looked it all over, and we met, and he said, yeah, you're okay. You're going to be okay. And I think that kind of made me feel 
more reassurance coming from a doctor. I was about to say. At my, yeah, and that he looked at my medical records. A, a doctor's telling me that I'm going to be okay because that's the first time I had heard it. All these other doctors were telling me, like, you're going to have to change your diet. <sighs> like, you're probably not going to have sex again. Oh, and, like, God. we can't guarantee that you're going to get better. Some people do. Some people don't. And I'm like, oh, what? Okay. I can't with these doctors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, we just did different exercises. We did like somatic tracking, which I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. Mm -hmm. You probably are. Yeah. But what I would do, um, is I would just lay flat down, paying attention to the symptoms. Like, what does it feel like? Is it hot, cold, tingly? Does it burn? And then when you're noticing it, notice it without fear and just like take deep breath, breathe. And so you're training your brain that you feel safe and that these symptoms aren't to hurt you. Your, your mind is protecting you mm -hmm. and um, that you're okay. So we would do different exercises. And, of course, I read his book, too. Um, but, yeah, the biggest thing, I'd say learning and just becoming knowledgeable about TMS was, like, the first step in my healing journey and just becoming less afraid, which I know is really hard. And it wasn't like an overnight thing. Like, okay, I believe it's TMS. Like, I'm not scared anymore. I still had my moments and I still will go back and forth. Like, is this an infection or is it TMS? Like, my, my poor boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> constantly had to um, deal with this. But he was so patient with me and so supportive. So I was very lucky with that. <laughs> No, but that leads perfectly. Well, first, thank you for, for sharing all of that. And it leads perfectly into the next question that I wanted to ask you, which was when I was preparing for this episode, I was going through our Instagram messages. And we didn't have many, but there was like a few back and forth over the past maybe six months to a year. And I saw that in January of this year, you had messaged me that you were 90% better but you had had some setbacks and then other symptoms had come up such as IBS and a few other things. I forgot what. Um, and then in May, and then I guess I had never responded to that message. But then in May, you messaged again and you sent me like a little thank you note just saying that you learned about TMS through the V-Hive and how it's changed your life. You're pain-free, your vulvodynia, I see everything is gone and you have your life back. And mm -hmm. so the question that I thought would be important to ask you was, well, when, when you decided that, that you were going to come on and share your story, I, you know, I was like, okay, so what changed between January and May? And I don't know if you remember exactly what, what changed, which is totally fine. But if you can remember, like, because I think that this is also super common for people is like they one symptom goes away or significantly improves and this is what I was talking with Nicole about on the podcast from last week which is you know one symptom goes away or significantly improves but then other symptoms come up um, mm -hmm. and then you get stuck again in that same cycle so yeah what if you can remember what changed or what you know you did differently or you did to really take you know get to the next level in just your healing journey between those two messages 
Sure. Yeah. So around that time is when I was meeting with Dr. Schubiner and he was teaching me to become less afraid. Yeah. And, um, you know, he started telling me to just start doing things again. Like, what do you enjoy doing? And I'm like, well, I don't know. Like, I can't do this. You know, I can't do that. And he's like, you can. So, um, I would say to anybody that's listening, if you have fear of whatever it is, like you can't wear jeans anymore because that was a thing, just do it. Mm-hmm. Even sex, I would tell Dr. Schumer, like, I haven't had sex in like two years. Like, yeah. I don't think I can. And he's like, yes, you can. There's nothing wrong with you. You're not broken. And I just started getting out of the house more. There were days where I just did not want to leave the bed. And my boyfriend would say, come on, get up. Let's go. Yeah. We're just going to go for a walk. And it was just little things like that, or like we would just go spend the day at the mall. Like, I don't know, just get my mind off of it. And I noticed that when I shifted all my energy on something else, I started feeling better. Like I went kayaking with some friends and I remember going into it like, oh my gosh, well, what what if I get stuck on the kayak and I have to pee, you know? And it's like, I ended up went kayaking and I was totally fine. My boyfriend's like, see? like Dr. Schubiner said, (laughs) and you know, oh, and that's, that's a question that I would ask Dr. Schubiner too. I'm like, but like, I have to go all the time. And he was like, so just go. And I was like, but like, it's but like, I'm going like, you know, 15 times a day. And he was like, just go. It's okay. And I'm like, well, what if I have an infection? He's like, so you just go to the doctor and you get meds. It's just an infection. And I would get frustrated. I'm like, he doesn't understand. Mm -hmm. But now looking back, I totally get what he's saying. There's nothing wrong with you. And when I started doing that and I'm out in public and I have to go to the bathroom, instead of saying, oh, I have to go again, it, it changed to, very back, I got to go to the bathroom. No right. big deal. Wow. And, and it started, yeah. The That's urgency so was interesting. Less and less. Yeah. And then even like jeans, I started incorporating wearing those because I would just wear like sweatpants, like all day long luckily Mm -hmm. I'm working from home so I can do that um but yeah I would wear jeans and I'm like oh my god like I wore jeans and I feel comfortable so it was like little wins here and there and I I started noticing a trend that I was getting better um but yeah it was definitely reducing the fear and just getting out and doing more things whatever it is that takes your mind off the pain not so much ignoring it but accepting that it's there and not being scared of it that's amazing and I mean even listening to this myself like it's always so interesting for me to hear and it's so crazy how I I can completely understand how hearing that for you is so helpful and it just makes so much sense because when we're in that situation where we're you know like I mean I had the same issue which is like having to pee all the time and you know wearing sweatpants like sounds just like me um but we attach so much meaning to it and Nicole says this all the time which is like stop giving it meaning which sounds exactly the same as what Dr. Schubiner was saying you know if you have to go to the bathroom go to the bathroom like Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, and as you said, you just took the fear away and you took the meaning off of it instead of being like exactly as you said, like, oh, this is this is so annoying. It's like, OK, like, I'll just go. And 
mm-hmm. it's so crazy how that shift in just like the mentality and the way that you talk to yourself actually uh-huh. works to rewire your brain it does it really does and you know by freaking out we're sending signals of danger to the brain which in turn is causing more symptoms because our our mind's trying to trying to protect us you know and so fear panic stress they all contribute and Mm -hmm. you just have to well you know like pain is learned yeah it's also unlearned just like the book unlearn your pain so that's so interesting sometimes it's it's it and it's not an overnight thing like it takes time it took me and this is not to discourage anybody Mm -hmm. but it took me about a year from the time that I found out about TMS to fully be like symptom free um but I mean like halfway there I started noticing improvements yeah and then eventually it just got better but I know some people heal much quicker just everybody's journey is different exactly and I say yeah I say try it all do the journaling the podcast just really get out of all the negative Facebook groups and and I love that piece of advice yeah it's just it's toxic toxic. (laughs) Uh, Uh yeah no I could not agree more even truly even to this day I go through my Instagram and I unfollow people like from my VHive account and I don't mean it at all in in a way where where it's being dismissive or you know that I don't care about these people because that's not how I feel but like I unfollow people who I'm just like if it's really intense chronic pain accounts or heal your IC through this thing like I don't want that in my sphere of what I look at Mm -hmm. because it's so to me like it's not it's just more damaging than it is positive in my life I agree yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so the next question that I want to ask you which you kind of segued perfectly into I know everyone listening is going to want to know exactly what you did and in you don't have to say exactly what you did but like when you say you know you did Mm -hmm. Nicole's work and the journaling or the meditating or the reading like can you get a little more specific into did you do journal speak every day or what you know the what were like your top two or three or four or five however many books that you read um Mm -hmm. like what was the frequency and you said you did say that you know you were listening to these podcasts all the time Mm -hmm. which is and the education component which is so powerful but when it comes to like the journaling the meditating the reading those types of practices what was the frequency and the duration that you were doing this for Mm -hmm. yeah so I did do journaling I would set aside about 20 minutes every night um and no distractions I would close the door and I I I would do that and then I would did you do meditation you did like the journal speak or just like journaling regular journal yeah the journal speak Mm -hmm. like Nicole says yep so I, I did that and eventually though like I had a hard time committing to it um it was just I don't know I I I don't know if it was necessarily working for me not to say that it doesn't work because I know Mm -hmm. it's helped so many people um but I don't know sometimes I feel like I would get more upset after totally and like yeah so 
you know, and then I would meditate after. Um, and then I did the somatic tracking too, like I discussed earlier. Um, and then, yeah, the podcast every single day I had on a new, a new one, just listening to it. Um, and then, and then again, with just getting out and doing stuff because that first year I did not do anything. I stopped you know, getting ready in the morning and, you know, I, I take pride in my appearance and I like to get ready for the day and like, I'm, I'm a bubbly type person and I was not, I was turning into somebody that I don't even know who that person was. Um, so I, I had to start, I had to get out of that bunk. Mm -hmm. Um, like I said, I got out of the house and started doing other things and I started doing more things for myself, practicing self-care, um, whether that's just like, you know, 10 minutes taking up a bubble bath, like whatever it is that relaxes you and just put your mind to other things and hobbies and stuff like that. Um, things that make you happy, that bring you joy because my thoughts were constantly negative and I'm going to be like this forever and nobody understands me and why me why is this happening to me and I would be envious of my friends that you know why do they get to have this happy life and my life's ruined and I really thought that my life was like this was it I was just waiting I just wanted to die and I'm not like that I'm, I'm usually a very positive optimistic person but I wasn't. Um, but once I started getting out and doing more, I swear things just started to get better. Just switching that mind frame mm-hmm. and being more positive. I know it sounds so simple, but it takes time. It wasn't like I went out for a week and I was healed. It, it took time. But I started noticing little things like, oh, I went a whole day without any pain. This is good. But then a flare up would come back and I oh, it's never going to go away again, you know, and I'd meet with Dr. Schubiner and we'd meet for about an hour and he would encourage me and I'd feel better again. And it was just repetition, you Mm -hmm. know, um, you just got to keep doing it. Yeah, no, that makes so much sense. And something else that came to mind when you were sharing that is just, you know, you said with the journal speak, like, sometimes it kind of put you in a more negative mindset than positive and I totally get that because that's I'm Nicole's biggest fan but that's happened to me too before which is like okay like do I I don't necessarily like is focusing on the bad thing today when I'm actually already in a pretty good mood today like do I need Mm -hmm. to focus on the bad um and And of course, sometimes, you know, you have to, you do have to figure out, like, you do have to dive into the bad and you do have to get to the root of of certain emotional issues. But the question that I wanted to ask was, did you ever do any exercises like on the opposite end of the spectrum, you know, whether it was like journaling or just writing, kind of writing things down or mantras or saying things to yourself along the lines of I am healthy there is nothing wrong with my body I can have sex I can go to the mall I can go for a walk whatever it is that you want to do like did you kind of do any practices to get these positive affirmations and positive 
um, mindset changes into your head like to get it to really sink in did you ever was there anything you did to like reinforce that yeah no I absolutely did Mm -hmm. I was I was constantly telling myself that I can do this I can wear these clothes there's nothing wrong with me I'm fine and even my boyfriend would do the same thing like if I would have a moment where I'm like oh no it's burning I can't tell if I have an infection or not and be like it's just TMS mm-hmm. and I'm like you're right you're right I it love is that. like I'm okay yeah. so <laughs> I got him on the TMS train so now he has restless leg I'm like oh you have TMS let's <laughs> let's journal <laughs> oh my god but, that's amazing um, but yeah, it, you know, it's all about self-love, self-care, talk nicely to yourself. I used to beat myself down all the time. And I mean, it's just, it's the mind frame. You have to change your mind frame. You should seriously be so proud of yourself because this work is so hard. Like it's so hard to change your mindset. I mean, I think it's literally the hardest thing that humans can, one of the hardest things that humans can do is to change their mindset, especially when you're in such severe pain. Mm -hmm. And it's, yeah, it's just unbelievable. And so to me, like it's, it's, it's so incredible to hear. And it's something that we're all still, like we all work on every day is like even just in the smallest situations when we automatically jump to a negative thought, like how can we not think that way? Um, Mm -hmm. It's human nature. It's human nature, exactly. And fear is just like so intrinsically wired into our systems that of course when something this painful and traumatic happens there's no like that's the immediate thought so I mean honestly what I think is so interesting and so incredibly amazing is so many people say like I'm and I've gotten a lot of these messages on Instagram which is like how and I've said before on the podcast like there's always a purpose there's always a lesson you'll come out stronger and people have messaged me saying I don't know how you could possibly say that like there is no one should suffer like this there is no meaning there is no reason this is happening and of course like I wish no one ever suffered like I wouldn't wish it upon you me upon my worst enemy to have this type of suffering but I truly believe and I I would bet that you agree but this is how I feel about myself which is like I and I honestly which what's the craziest part is like I feel like I've really this has really solidified for me in the past few months and I'm really curious to hear how you know what you think of this and how you feel about this but for me I'm like oh my god this the suffering that I had the pelvic pain that I had and all of the the different symptoms and issues and problems that I went through like to me I'm like oh my god I have become I've learned so much like I've become so much smarter I never would have I've learned as you just said like I've learned how to love myself I've learned to meditate I've learned why all like humans have chronic pain like it's just the amount that I've learned is wild and that was such a dark time of course like everyone listening can agree with that but being on the other side of it really shows you like wow now I actually know what it's like to 
care so much about myself and to prioritize uh-huh. my mental health and to prioritize all of the things in my life that I never even would have thought about before. Like if I never had had these issues, like I never would have paid attention to, oh, self-love, like what does that mean? But I needed that regardless of the pain. There's so many other reasons in my life that I could benefit from really learning how to love myself and learning how to think I'm smart and worthy and, and, you know, so many things. And I think it's like, the pain like learning about these types of healing ways and like having that pain really taught me so much and and I feel that you probably feel very similar Mm -hmm. oh I agree a hundred percent I really do and just so much more gratitude and you know gratitude yes I left that out (laughs) inconveniences would just like drive me crazy and now it's like eh, you know like whatever I'm not gonna let that ruin my day but yeah you really do I don't take things for granted anymore and yeah it's and just learning about all this it's just so like you said it's so interesting I never knew anything about this before and I try to tell other people about this that are suffering with chronic pain some some are interested Mm -hmm. some aren't but you know everybody has their own journey and I just got to the point where I have tried everything else and I was like you know what I'm I'm just gonna try it I'm so glad that I did I'm so glad that I found your podcast you helped me tremendously (laughs) so thank you you. and I know you help you're helping so many other women so keep doing what you're doing girl (laughs) thank you and I'm so glad that you mentioned the gratitude because I left that one out and that one is huge as well like just every day now I seriously wake up and I just say like a little prayer like thank you for this body this healthy body Mm -hmm. and this life and all of the amazing things that I have in my life and I never in a million years would have done that before same same here yep wow right it's really (laughs) crazy it blows my mind um same here what are your daily practices like now and if they're nothing that's also a great answer and if you know well I know you 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 know you said you have I'm sure you have some sort of like a gratitude practice and and you have really changed your outlook on life and that's totally a daily practice but is there anything else like do you still meditate or journal or is there anything else that you do now even you know being better um yeah I still do incorporate meditation into my um, days I probably do it a couple times a week um it's just it's just good for the soul yeah I agree (laughs) um yeah and I, I haven't really been journaling um but you know if I do happen to have a flare-up I know that I have the resources and I know what I need to do to get better and I know that it's not a forever thing and I know I don't have some crazy disease or illness like I'm healthy I'm fine there's nothing wrong with me my nervous system is in fight or flight and I just need to take a deep breath and follow the steps that I that I learned and put it into practice and yeah I I have the tools now I know what to do Mm -hmm. um but yeah just you know like we said focusing on self-care and I don't sweat the small stuff anymore and I'm enjoying time with my family and I just I'm so happy that I got past where I was in life because it was really hard and I feel for people that are going through it right now 
but I promise you this is the way you will get better it takes time but I promise you it works I love that thank you for sharing that and one other question that I want to ask you because you had mentioned this as well when you messaged me on Instagram but you asked like how did I get my sex life back after the trauma of having vulvodynia and pelvic pain and bladder issues and how did I kind of get over being so worried about the pain or getting an infection or whatever negative outcome I thought would happen and I I saw that I had never answered this question but now having you here I thought it would be cool to have you answer the same like answer the question for yourself in hindsight um how how did you get through that and how did you get your sex life back Mm -hmm. so that was probably the last thing (laughs) that came about because yeah, for, you know, for two years, we weren't really doing that at all. And mm-hmm. luckily, my boyfriend's very understanding, caring. He would never push me to do something that I don't want to do. Um, so, you know, the first few times that we did it, I would worried I had an infection and mm-hmm. I would go back to the doctor and I would I would flare up like after sex. I'm like, OK, you know, what? it's OK. And I just remembered talking to myself like you're okay you're okay it's just tms and i would be i remember the first time we did i was really really like sore and like burning and for like a week and i was like who i don't know and then you know my boyfriend was scared of hurting me too he's like I, oh gosh i don't want to hurt you like honestly he was kind of going through it with me he was scared to have sex with me because he didn't want to hurt me but after a while it, it was slow you know but then the next time we did it and I would feel better and it just it was just one of those gradual things and you know it sucks like you have to relax I feel like I was really tense when we would try the first couple times which probably didn't help mm-hmm. which is why I was so sore too after but um just you know like Dr. Schubiner told me just do it like yeah. you can do it you're not broken you're there's you can do it. So, um, you know, whatever it is that you need to do to get in the mood. Um, cause you know, that was even hard to even just get in the mood because I had so much trauma in that area. The last thing you want is somebody to touch you. Totally. Um, yeah, but yeah, that was probably the last part of my healing that I had to get over cause I was fearful of having sex, but it took a little bit of time, but yeah, now we have a, a really good sex life amazing Um, yeah and I think what's so critical and key is that you didn't give up like you kept trying and you kept telling yourself I can do this and nothing's wrong with me and Mm -hmm. even though it was probably really hard and scary you kept on you know it what you didn't say I'm never doing this again like you really made the effort and took that risk I guess and not that it's such like a risk but took on the challenge of of retraining your brain as we said and to really yeah I was very determined Mm -hmm. and I have like some obsessed like OCD like I 
was just constant. I was like, I have to find a way to get better. There's no way I am going to live like this forever. So, I mean, just even when I started this and I noticing, I started noticing little things, notice improvements. I was like, I think this works. This Mm -hmm. is actually working. And I kept with it. So, you know, again, it's not an overnight thing. It takes time and don't get discouraged if it takes you a year I mean some people get better in six weeks but you know I mean I would rather it take a year to heal than be like this forever you know and some of those Facebook groups will tell you like oh I've had this for 30 years and I'm like oh Oh, no you know it's so sad yeah it breaks my heart when I hear that because I mean I'm also so thankful that these types of healing modalities are really coming to the surface but when I hear how long people have been suffering for it just oh it kills me I know me too and some people they're just not open to hearing about I know that's the worst part and I know that breaks my heart too and I've tried to tell people about it and they're like it's not in my mind and like they yeah and I try to explain it to them but some people just aren't ready to hear it yeah I know I've, I feel the same exact way. But your story is absolutely incredible. It is so powerful and just truly brings chills to my whole body to hear how you have absolutely come out on the other side and how this mind-body work has insanely worked for you, insanely well. Um, mm-hmm. If you could share one thing with everyone listening, especially to those who are dealing with chronic pain, what would you say? What advice would you give them? I would just say to follow the mind-body syndrome way. Get rid of the Facebook groups and the doctors and accept that this isn't a structural problem. It's mind-body syndrome and really just read the books, listen to the podcast, really get some knowledge about it and understand it and get out there and do the things that you don't think that you can do because you can do it. There's nothing wrong with you. And you've been to doctors and they can't find an infection. And this is the way. Mm-hmm. And if, if, if anybody can get with a coach or see Dr. Schuvener, that really helped me out a lot too. Um, and then another thing which I was hesitant to bring up because I don't want anybody to think that antidepressants are the way, um, but I did get on Zoloft to help me with those obsessive thoughts, um, and, and that also did help me focus <laughs> more because I was constantly on Google, on Facebook, just begging people to help me and um I I needed a little bit of help and it did help me but yeah whatever you know it's it's all about your mind frame and just the cycle of pain is learned by your nervous system you know when we're constantly on high alert and scared and anxious we're just reinforcing these learned habits so positive thoughts and just remember that you're not broken Thank you for sharing that. And it's also important that I say that for anyone who's on an antidepressant, like there should never be any shame or stigma attached to that because if it helps you, that's incredible. These medicines help so many people and I think that that is amazing. And what I think is the most amazing about your story 
is that, you know, you are on an antidepressant and you acknowledge that it helped you, but you also utilized all of this mind body work. And I truly think that like sometimes when the issue arises is when people just put all of their energy and hope into a medication mm-hmm. and they run with that. And so the fact that you utilized both and that you really did the mind body work, which obviously helped you so much. And then you're also on a medication. And it's like, I remember I asked Nicole Sachs this on the first podcast that I did with her. And she said there should be no shame attached to the medication. Like you take the medication, like you take like a vitamin, no big deal. And you do the work on the side, like you do the work separately or in, in addition whatever it is but it's not like it doesn't need to be either or it doesn't need to be this is better than that but it's just like Mm -hmm. you don't put so much meaning to it you take you take it and you move on with your life and you do all the work that you need to do in order to retrain your brain because the medicine's not going to do that for you it could totally help but it's not going to do everything for you Mm -hmm. yeah you're so right (laughs) and you know it's a hard thing to go through and sometimes you just need a little help I totally I got to a point where I was so low that you know what I'm like I'm just gonna try it and it did help me keep me focused and um but yeah I mean the mind body syndrome it, it this whole thing has just changed my life I'm so grateful I'll be forever grateful I have my life back again oh oh my god I could cry can you share the books that you read? Um, yep. I, it was Unlearn Your Pain by Dr. Schubiner. Um, and then I read Dr. Sarno's book as well, um, How to Heal Your Back Pain. Mm-hmm. Um, those were the two books that I read, both really good. Amazing. And I will link those in the show notes as well so that people can buy them if they want or just have access to those books. And if people want to contact you or reach out to you on Instagram, how can they do so if you want to share your Instagram handle or anywhere else that they can message you or reach you? Yeah. So my Instagram, it's Sarah Lee, S-A-R-A-L-E-E underscore 1020. Amazing. You can send me a message and I'm happy to help. Thank you. Thank you so, so incredibly much for being here and for sharing your story and just helping to really carry this incredibly powerful message and healing modality to the VHive community and beyond. I think it's just the most magical and incredibly life-changing tool in the world and I am so grateful that you took the time to be here today and tell everyone your story so thank you so much thank you and thank you for having me thank you for everything that you do and I'm just I'm again I'm just so grateful for you thank you keep up the good work (laughs) (laughs) thank you